Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com, where I share stories about childhood trauma to help you heal your inner child so you can learn to love yourself once and for all. Whether you've been on this inner child healing journey for several years like me, or if you're just starting to dip your little toes into this murky, dirty water of childhood trauma, I think we can all agree that there's a time where we feel like all we will ever be is the results of years of childhood neglect and abuse, and we don't know who we are outside of the trauma. And because of what I do at Okinaw Breathe, where I focus so much on getting to the root aspects of who we are as people, and it's hard to separate who we actually are at our core and separate that from who we are as a result of our trauma. And I think when we focus on inner child healing and we focus on dissecting our childhoods, we sometimes have a hard time not having a separate identity. We sometimes have a hard time distinguishing who we are outside of the trauma, and it almost feels like every waking thought is about our traumatic childhood or the things that have happened to us. And it's kind of like, for me, it kind of almost replays itself. And I've been on this healing journey for several years now, and... I'm at that point where I have so much tenderness and empathy for younger Megan, especially in when I was a teenager. Man, I think pretty much everyone had a rough time as a teenager. And for me, all the things that I used to hate about myself, constantly feeling like, no wonder I'm constantly messing up. I'm a failure. I'm stupid. This is why I have no friends. You know, this constant state of utter self-hatred. Now I just think about, like, no wonder I felt that way as a teenager or no wonder I felt that way as a kid. It's because being in the environment of constantly feeling like I'm not good enough and constantly getting told essentially that my parents did not care. And the thing is, like, I tried really hard to be a straight-A student, so I'd be like, maybe my parents will finally pay attention to me. Maybe my parents will finally be proud of me. You know, I never tried out for sports or anything like that because I, I automatically put it in my head that they wouldn't be proud of me, that they wouldn't care, and that I would suck, and that I would fail, and that I would embarrass myself. And when we wrap all of this idea in our head about all the times that we felt like we were nothing, all the times that we felt like we were scum or the dirt and grime on our parents' shoes as they walked over us and treated us so unfairly, treated us so bad, treated us with so much neglect and emotionally unavailability, or the times that they were physically abusive, the times that we were sexually abused. When we start to dissect our trauma, say we're in therapy, 
when we're in therapy, yes, the results from therapy will put us on a path of healing and understanding ourselves and having that radical self-acceptance, which I think is so important on our inner child healing journey. Because so many times you go, I wish this didn't happen to me. Why I didn't do anything to deserve this. Why did this happen to me? And we put it essentially on ourselves. Everything that happens to us, we mostly blame ourselves. And when we get further on our healing journey, we start to accept the things that happen to us. And a lot of people say, oh, forgive the people who hurt you or forgive this, forgive that. Sometimes we're not at that state. And people telling us to forgive the people who abused us or traumatized us, it feels super invalidating. It feels like they have no idea what we've been through. So instead of rushing the process and putting so much pressure on ourselves to forgive the people who abused us, we need to get into this mindset of everything that happened to me, all the pain, all the trauma, all the absolute bullshit was not my fault. You know, you don't have to verbalize that you accept the things that happened to you. You know, because who wants to accept that they were abused? Who wants to accept that they were molested? I know... I sure as hell did not. And I still do not. But I take a step back and put myself in this, I guess, this little bubble of reality. This bubble of these things happen to me. And you don't need to explain it. You don't need to try to, I guess, justify it. Because when you've experienced so many years of, say, emotional neglect, you feel like everything is your fault. You feel like everything that happened to you would not have happened to you if you acted different, if you talked different, if you had a different personality. You know, if you didn't talk back, maybe these bad things wouldn't happen to you. But you were standing up for yourself. You were having an opinion. You were making a moral, ethical choice to stand up for yourself and not take shit from anybody and sometimes maybe you didn't say anything maybe you were scared to say something maybe in the past you said something and you got punished for it so you learn to keep your mouth shut whatever the circumstance whatever the case is you don't need to put that burden on yourself And honestly, you don't even, when you're on this beginning stages or whatever stage you are on, on your inner child healing journey, you don't even need to think about your abusers. You can think of them as like a shadow. You don't need to look at their face. You don't need to distinguish what their body type was or what clothes they were or their smell. None of that. You could put a little black shadow a little black figure and put them in that sculpture, put them in that box and you can close, close a box and you can tape it as much as you can, as much as you want. If you get in a place of that's that and that's the thing that happened to me, 
and you don't need to dissect the things that have happened in a way of remembering the details. Those details will come to you. And maybe they won't. But they will most likely come to you and you don't need to force those details out. Because I've been on this journey for years and years. And things are still coming up. Things are still coming to the surface. And I'm so grateful that they're coming to the surface now. Because it is super painful. And so many times, multiple times a week, I still cry for the little Megan inside. I'm so hurt for her. And I get so mad sometimes. But when you think about your trauma, just say it as fact. You know, at the beginning stages, where you are right now, pause right now, pause this episode, and you can write it down, or you can record yourself in a video, or whatever you might need to do or feel called to do right now, and say the things that happened to you, but say it in a way that's just as minimal as you can make it. I was physically abused, I was sexually abused, I was mentally abused. Whatever fits for you, whatever you have that you know right at the surface, what you've had happen to you. Say it as fact. Do not allow your brain to twist it around. Do not allow your brain to gaslight you and to say that these things weren't that bad or these things didn't happen to you. Because I spent so many years gaslighting myself and that's the last thing I want for yourself. So many times I've recognized my privilege. I've recognized that I grew up in a middle-class, upper-middle-class family. We never struggled with money. We never struggled with being able to put food on the table or to have heat or air conditioning. Heck, my family had two houses. You know, we had one where we lived and one in a vacation home. And my parents were still together at the time. You know, got to a point when I was older that they helped pay for community college. They helped pay for the car. I had the privilege of being a white person in the suburbs. I didn't think that the things that happened to me were that bad. I did not think that what I went through was that bad. And the more and more that I have put effort into my healing journey of getting to know the little Megan and getting to love, and I feel so honored to take care of little Megan now that I recognize just how unhealthy, unstable, um, you know, it's hard to put into words. But, you know, when I tell people my stories, I'm always surprised by people saying, man, you've been through a lot. Because so many times I told myself it wasn't that bad. And knowing... (laughs) I am very, very self-aware now. I'm very, very much further along than I've obviously been in the past because we have to have grace and patience for ourselves for what we didn't know back then, you know, for the things that we minimized back then. 
the things that we talked ourselves out of that it wasn't that bad or it didn't happen to us. We have to hold ourselves in this safe space and say, yeah, it did happen. And guess what? It happened exactly as you remember it. Because if it didn't happen that way, you wouldn't be struggling with what you're struggling with right now. You wouldn't feel like you're living in a living hell. You wouldn't feel like everything that happens in your life is really fucking hard. And so much of the things, so much of our reactions, of even like in our relationships and our friendships, in the way we practice self-care, in the way that we argue or communicate, in the way that we just live our lives. You know, a lot of people probably feel so much shame that they can't keep their house tidy. And they put so much worth on what their homes look like. Or say that their car is messy. Or say they constantly go out to eat because it's so hard to go to the grocery store and prep food when you're so busy. And making that time feel so overwhelming. But then Every single night, you feel guilty. You feel like, why can I have my life together? Everything from our childhood, it just is our roots. Our childhood is our roots. And we are the tree. And the branches and the leaves and everything, the seasons of life, everything starts at our childhood. Everything starts from when we're newborns. Toddlers to kids, preteens, teenagers, young adults, adults, everything. And the more I research childhood trauma and our inner child, the more sure I am of that fact. And if you haven't already answered that question, what happened to you in childhood? You don't need to dissect it right now. You don't need to get to the real, real little molecules of those events. But what is the big picture of the things that happened to you? If you feel called to write it down, please write it down. If you feel called to record a video of yourself, whatever it might be, if you feel called to talk about it in therapy or with your spouse or a friend or a sibling, please do that. And I know it can feel so hard to trust yourself, but trust yourself in this moment. Trust that the things that you believe happen to you, happen to you. And it's also so important to take step away from healing. Because I'm I'm so confident in so much of our healing that happens, some of the most important aspects of healing our inner child is to let our inner child play and laugh and have fun, and be carefree. Some of my favorite ways of doing that are putting on music from my childhood. I was a 90s baby. I was born in 93. So late 90s and early 2000s are my absolute peak of music, of TV shows, of movies. I love watching Disney movies when I need to connect with my inner child. You know, some other great things are playing with Play-Doh or finger painting or if there's a rainstorm going on, go outside and dance in the rain. You know, I always used to get in trouble 
for splashing in puddles or getting dirty. I would be yelled at by my mom for playing in the sand, building sandcastles. And all of those bring me so much connection with little Megan. So if you were ever yelled at or felt like you disappointed your parents for playing, for exploring the world, for getting dirty in grass or playing with bugs, you know, at least my dad was very accepting of that. My dad encouraged that. But I always couldn't fully connect because I knew that my mom would disapprove and she would make comments. She wouldn't let us splash in puddles. Like it's literally water on the ground. It might be a little dirty, but there's this thing called the washing machine. There's this thing called the shower or the bath. It's not the end of the world. So if you feel called after listening to this, if you have, you know, make the time, make the priority to watch some of your favorite movies from childhood. Or if maybe you feel disconnected from that, maybe you can do some research and, you know, research the movies that came out around the time that, I don't know, you were like 10 years old or something. And see if any of those movies sound like something that you used to watch. Give yourself that time and that commitment. Because like I said, some of the absolute most important aspect of healing your inner child is letting your inner child explore right now. It's to let your inner child play. You know, if you feel like you need that comfort, you know, if you didn't get that love, you didn't get hugs or affection, put your arms around you right now and hug yourself. Or I do recommend getting a weighted blanket. Weighted blankets can feel like hugs, and they can feel that comforting pressure. You know, sometimes I feel like my weighted blanket isn't even heavy enough because I need that much pressure of love. And I'll, like, fold over the sides and put it, like, the double the weight on my chest just to feel protected, just to feel safe, just to let that inner child inside me Know that it is loved, it's appreciated, and it's taken care of. I want to thank you so much for joining me today on OK Now Breathe podcast. Please be sure to follow OK Now Breathe on Instagram and TikTok. Be sure to check out OKNowBreathe.com where I have loads of resources on inner child healing. I have a post about nostalgic activities that you can do to connect with your inner child. I also have affirmations that you can speak. I even have quotes that you can read. If you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling like maybe your trauma wasn't that bad, feel free to read those quotes and validate yourself and validate your trauma and validate your experiences. And once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I hope you'll join me again in the next one, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye.